Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. This is your host, Natalia. I hope you have been having a wonderful week. It is the last week of 2020. I can't even believe we're saying that. In fact, if you're listening to this, the day it goes up, it is the last day of 2020, which is mind-boggling to me. Um, I know we can tend to say every year that this year has felt so long, yet so short. Oh my god, where's the year gone? I can't believe, you know, it's next year, tomorrow. But honestly and truly, this year, I don't even know what happened. I'm still mentally trying to process March, which is just wild to me. Um, Another thing that's wild to me is that I started this podcast this year And I just want to say thank you to all of the support I've gotten since I've started it. It means absolutely so much to me. You guys have no clue. If uh, you guys want to keep being a part of my life in different factors, there's always my Instagram, N-A-T-A-L-I-A-L-009. And if you follow me on there, we can always chat it up in the DMs, talk about whatever. I absolutely love chatting with you guys. Another thing is if you've been missing my poetry, because I've been actually getting a couple comments on Instagram about this, you can one, check out my last podcast. Last week's podcast was me reading some poetry and there's also another podcast episode earlier in the year and I did the first me and some poetry series episode. So definitely check those two out. And also check out the blog, talkswithtalia.wordpress.com. You'll find all sorts of poetry on there as well as written versions of the podcasts if you prefer to kind of read along with me or if you want to kind of just backtrack and have notes. Something I said made an impact and you want to go back to it, it's on the blog. But for the last episode of 2020, I am going to kind of just do a reflection of this year. I do this every year on my blog, so you will also see a blog post about it. And I think it's just a really good way to kind of detox your mind, detox your spirit, and get yourself in the best possible headspace to make your next year better than the current situation you're in. So without further ado, I'm just going to dive right in to my year. So normally I would actually be on the beach living my best end of my year life in Florida. I do it every year. I take this trip usually the day after Christmas and I'm there usually until the 2nd or 3rd of January. Obviously for this year, I did not go because we are still in a pandemic and I want to keep my family and myself safe so I am staying home for Christmas like end of the year vacation but hopefully we can resume the normal scheduled programming soon I'm really just straight up manifesting it now come this 2021 recap that I'll be filming in a year or recording in a year I'll be recording it from the comfort of my bikini and the warm weather. 
but this year I am sitting on the same couch I have been for the past 10 months in a place I kind of learned to call home. It's really difficult to process that I spent 10 months in isolation in the first place, and the only comfort I find in that statement is that the rest of the world went into isolation as well, so I was not alone, even though I was alone. And one thing that being a hermit did teach me is the value of home. So when everyone packed up and went home, they either went back to their current house they're living or their childhood home, my experience was a bit different. So before I left campus, the longest I stayed in my hometown since high school was probably eight weeks. And when I packed up and left, I didn't go home in the traditional sense. So I didn't go home to my childhood house. I didn't go home to my childhood town. I was actually 45 minutes away from the life I was used to living. And at first, I really had the mindset of convincing myself that me leaving the current life I had manifested was temporary and, you know, I'd be back in the city that never sleeps, making memories with my girl game gang and the bros in, like, two weeks. I was like, okay, I'm just here for two weeks. Um, 2019 was the year of immense growth and now I'm ready to enjoy 2020. And that didn't quite pan out that way. Uh, 2020 taught me that you cannot just grow the flowers and enjoy them. So in 2019, I really grew those flowers. I really cleaned up that garden. But even after the plant grows, you still need to provide it nutrients, sunlight, and care. And 2020 was really those pivotal moments that taught me that I need to keep watering myself and I need to keep feeding myself nutrients and I really need to keep taking care of myself it's not a one and done process 2020 taught me that I need to tend to the roots in order to truly allow my garden to prosper I need to spend months in isolation to appreciate everything I have and I need to go back to my parents and continue to work on the emotions I still harbored I need to release the anger I still accumulated I really couldn't have asked for a more interesting year in the sense that the emotions really just, they were heavy at some points in the year, but there was never a point where I was like, my life is so bad. I always tried to kind of bring something to my attention that made me grateful for where I was and what I was doing. And I think that's partially one, what got me through the year, but two, kind of what just kept me somewhat sane. And post finishing a a half semester online, it was very chaotic and crazy. But that following summer, so 2020 summer, was probably, I don't think I could think of a better summer to have in isolation. Um, It was the first summer I had truly had a vacation. I wasn't working as many hours as I used to uh, for a couple reasons. And this led me to 
walk the beach almost every day. I would walk to the beach and sit on the beach. Um, I got a paddleboard this year, which was so dope. And it was something I've always wanted to do, but I lived 45 minutes from the beach. So I was like, oh, I could never, you know, spend the money on a paddleboard. I wouldn't use it enough. I'm gonna use it two weeks out of the summer. Like it's not enough. I bought this paddleboard. I bought the inflatable one, which I definitely recommend. Um, it's more portable, also a little bit more expensive, but definitely worth it in my opinion. And I put the thing in my car. I'd drive to the beach. I'd blow it up. And I'd go out on it and it was so peaceful to kind of just find this new physical activity and do something on my bucket list. But it brought me such an immense comfort and it really just became a ritual for me. I also, if it wasn't for COVID, I would not have met one of my really good friends we just would I just don't think we would be as close as we are right now and I just think that that was such a blessing within itself within 2020 was me meeting her and us becoming close another thing this year which was I don't know if it was a bucket list thing but it's definitely something I've been really wanting is to become naturally more of a morning person And there was a time this year where I saw, well, first of all, I saw the most sunrises slash sunsets in my entire life combined, I think. I think I saw more this year, but the sunrises. I, at one point in the summer, would wake up and go walk the beach, watch sunrise, do some, and do some yoga. And in a time where the whole world was unbalanced, I used this and energy and I tried to find balance and stability within myself, strengthening my spiritual journey and all that comes with it. I can talk more about strengthening my spiritual journey in a separate episode if you want. Again, hit my Instagram DMs, N-A-T-A-L-I-A-L underscore 009 if you want me to do a whole, like a separate video not video what am i talking about sorry guys a separate podcast of me talking about my spiritual journey but specifically how isolation has impacted that definitely hit up my dms for that um but this year also taught me a lot about my body the ebbs and flows of working out and the lack thereof at some points when gyms closed and you know at home workouts were getting harder I noticed that even in times when you feel the most unmotivated, you have to be the one in yourself to do things to improve this. And I learned that there are so many parts of my body that I might be insecure about, but that doesn't mean that they're ugly. They're beautiful. And they also might be someone else's favorite features. And I say this to you guys because... I want all of you to realize that your body, your image right now, because I'm, I know I'm not the only one who's been impacted by COVID as far as the weight portion and the physical body portion has been concerned. But I think if you all, if we all just kind of take time to appreciate our body and how 
it allows us to move and it allows us to do all these amazing things instead of focusing on the lack of muscle or the lack of flexibility or the lack of strength because you haven't been working out or even if you're working out strength training is completely different and if you don't have a like a weight set or a squat rack it's not you're not going to maintain the same physique you had before I just want you all to realize that in your own way shape or form your body is really beautiful and the most beautiful thing is that you have the power to transform your body I think that is one of the greatest lessons is that one it's all up to you no one can change your body for you they could give you advice but they cannot change your body for you and two you have this ability to do so you can put on muscle if you want you can lose weight if you want you can become more flexible like it's all about i don't know the fact that our body has that ability is so beautiful and i think that's one of the things i really learned in 2020 that i want to kind of emphasize and hope that you guys kind of grasp onto that and take that mindset as well um with 2020 and me moving home i realized that i'm an adult like scrolling through social media and seeing so many people i know my age get engaged or think about having kids or really just become serious adults i realized like there are so many ways in which I am an adult and there are also so many ways in which I am still a child. I am 22 years old. I just turned 22 a couple weeks ago, which is so wild to me. And some days I feel like I'm 26 and can, you know, live a full adult life and some days I feel like I'm 18. So, that's kind of where I'm at in my 20s and I hope everyone or someone can relate to that because if not, I'm going to have to go back to the drawing board on Um, I don't even know, but that's where I'm at with feeling that way. But I realized that coming home and being deprived of so many of my love languages. um, So for those of you who know me in real life, my love languages are quality time, physical touch, and then sometimes words of affirmation. And I was obviously not getting physical touch. And my quality time, like FaceTime isn't doesn't really do it for me all the time so I was also quality time deprived and being deprived of these love languages it brought out some of my worst traits I started becoming clingy and needy and I hate clingy and needy like in general I hate clingy and needy so the fact that I could see myself becoming more of that was I don't even have the words to describe how disappointed in myself I was. But then I remembered that I have to be kind to myself and it's important to accept myself at all of the hard stages of life, but seriously, all the hard stages of quarantine. And it was important to really take away that it wouldn't be this way for much longer. So I'm not always going to be a clean and needy person. As soon as, you know... I get my love languages back or as soon as I'm feeling more emotionally appreciated I won't be clingy I won't be needy and the takeaway from this for you guys is just 
again if you see something you don't like about yourself one you have the power to change but two while you're working to actively change it you need to also show yourself enough compassion to love yourself at every stage because every stage you're in in your life is going to build you and mold you into the person that you want to be you wish to be it's going to teach you so many lessons about yourself and it's really really important that you learn as much as you can through these lessons so if there's something you don't like about yourself or quarantine also brought out some worse qualities in you just know that you can change it and it's not going to stay forever i also learned that some days i really might need to sleep all day i might cry it out all day but that doesn't mean i'm weak that's just my body going through the motions to process what is happening and i will always get up and get it done and on time for that matter so if your coping mechanism is not a total unhealthy one but someone says that it's a bad coping mechanism you need to look within yourself and realize is it a bad coping mechanism or is it not the best but it's working for me right now and in order to get through the hard days this is how i need to be and if that's how you need to be for a little while then you live your best life and you process and cope with things in the way that you need to because life's hard and you can and you will get through all the hardships uh and the last thing i kind of want to just part home with is as extroverted as i am which i cannot wait for things to open up and i really pray that with all of the advances in healthcare and hopefully this vaccine there's a couple on the market right now we really and we continue to be smart and hopefully practice safe protocols we can someday say that the coronavirus is no longer a huge concern and we can open up again i will be ecstatic but there were some days where i liked being alone in quarantine and i am really grateful for the time i spent doing nothing if i never came home for quarantine i don't know how much time i would have spent with my family because like i said the last time i was home was probably eight weeks at a time and i was working a lot and i really wasn't having any downtime with my family and so i'm very grateful for the time i got to spend with my dad and the relationships i kept despite all the distance this year i was the farthest from my friends and the longest time away from them but no matter how alone i was in isolation away from the normalcy i never felt unloved i never felt like i didn't have my people there with me even if they weren't physically with me and i think that in itself is such a blessing and something that i should be so grateful for i'm also very grateful that the virus has not firsthand you know impacted me and my family and for all of the people who it has my heart goes out to you guys um the virus is not a joke and it's not a hoax or anything else and watching 
a year of chaos and see how people process chaos and how some people want to flat out deny that things exist and that, you know, people want to say conspiracy theories and hoax and stuff like that really does as a healthcare worker and future healthcare professional it really does make my heart so heavy because I know firsthand people who were affected and so I think that going into 2021 we take all the blessings and lessons we have accumulated in 2020 and we allow time to dedicate to the responsibilities we need but I also hope that we get I don't know if the word is smarter, but we get more in tune with what's actually happening and we really try to come together and better each other. But that's kind of my whole spiel on where we are at with the virus. But um, I just want to thank 2020. It wasn't an amazing year as far as, you know, travel and breakthroughs and memories and crazy things and crazy bucket checkoffs and like all this bucket list checkoffs and all this stuff and I just think for me personally it didn't need to be that way and there were things I was avoiding at home and responsibilities that I need to take care of I needed to rest and not be so go 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 all the time And taking that time to reflect on my growth. And most importantly, 2020 is really going to teach me how to bounce back. Um, I'm coming for 2021. Like, 2021 is... This year is about to be... I'm proclaiming it now. This year is about to be about serious, serious goal crushing. Uh... I'm excited for the journey of 2021, though. It will be about taking that 2020 reprieve, getting back into my routines, and just mapping out the blueprint for the future, and we're just going to make it happen. Um, As I close, I cannot believe this is the last podcast episode of 2020, but as I close this episode today, guys, I really just want to say thank you again. It really does mean a lot to me but also to constantly submit topics because season two of 2021 starts up super soon. I'm very excited to see how this podcast grows as well, how we as a community grow, and I hope that the last year of 2020 you are taking time to do all the things that you need to do to prep for an amazing 2021 and, um, If you have the time, I would really recommend, even if you don't write it down or if you want to write it down or just say it out loud or just think it, 10 things that you are grateful for in 2020, despite everything that happened, 10 things you're grateful for and 10 things that you want to do in 2021 and if you can't think of 10 then at least do five or three just something just show the universe a little gratitude a little appreciation and 
I'm sure it will make you guys feel better. But that's all I have for today. I'll catch you all in 2021. I love you guys. Thank you.